Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. Implied incest. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for once again joining us. My name is Chris Park, and welcome to Stories True and All the Fictional. Whilst I've been told that it's actually not the name of the title, I believe it serves the title better if I say True and All the Fictional. So I will continue to say and All the Fictional because I know it pisses off one specific person. And I enjoy that. So I will continue to talk about stories, the true and or the fictional. That's pretty I... funny. <laughs> because it's you covering up the fact that you can't remember. <laughs> well, you see, maybe that's also a problem with our branding that I have with the, I can't even remember the damn name. Well, you, dude, you came in pretty late. Like, I, think I, mean... it took, I think it took me 40 episodes to get the email address right. Yeah. I don't even I don't even mention that because I can't even say the words. Well, it's in the show notes. So. <laughs> okay, 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 fine. I believe it is. Stories are true. The fictional at gmail.com.org. Dot org. Are we some sort of charitable organization? No, no, dot, yes. dot org. Dot org. Or like mid, middle orc, middle orcs. Middle orc. Middle earth orcs. <laughs> middle earth or I'm still recovering from my sickness from last. <laughs> well, obviously. I'm obviously joined with someone who's just recovering from his sickness. Mm-hmm. You know him. You love him, and I'm a fan of his work, and I'm so grateful he's here. We have Godzilla's personal trainer, Ryan Hugh. How are you going, sir? Good. Look, it's been a tough week. Uh, the reason I was off my illness was, uh, you know, we had a bit of a, uh, a a rectal dysfunction with Godzilla in the, mm-hmm. in the training session, and I was uh, unfortunately infected with the... Um, you know, the Godzilla 19 bug. And um, yeah, I was just out of action for a week. So thanks for having me back. No, no worries. And let's let's talk a little bit about this. So some people said you did not do your job really in the first movie, getting Godzilla back into shape. Well, now, what, now, Godzilla was, some would argue in that film had a dad bod. Was that what you were aiming for though with, with, his, with his physique? Yeah, well, what a lot of people don't understand is in the, in the first original script, uh, Godzilla was only meant to be in it for eight minutes. I bumped that bastard up to 12. I said, you've got to push it. You've got to brand. You've got to make it work. Do you want the sequel? Do you want the, the trilogy? Do you want the, the, the overarching story to succeed? Give me an extra four minutes. And look, we had to work with the dad bod because initially the, the initial script actually had him being a father to two little Godzilla babies. But that, just, that got cut 
cut out for more Brian Cranston. I don't know, but yeah. That would that makes sense specifically of the design of the body. Now, you know, some some uh, body positive activist says, you know, not all monsters look shredded. No. You know, but you know, you know, like those kaiju, those unrealistic kaiju from Pacific Rim. You know, we can't all have horns and and ripped and lean bodies. So, you know, I I respect you for keeping the Godzilla dad bod and and showing that there are other body types for monsters who destroy the world. Well, exactly. And you saw what happened when people questioned the dad bot. He just simply opened his mouth, unleashed the lightning fire and, and you know, got rid of any any discontent about that. Now, there was some controversy in the second film, uh, Godzilla yeah. versus King Kong. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the trainers on the King Kong said fight would, were arguing that they're not even the same weight division being Godzilla as a heavyweight. King Kong at his prime would probably be light heavy cruiserweight mm -hmm. but he still chose to fight now did you try to get king kong to gain more muscle or did you try to have godzilla lose some weight for that fight look at the end of the day i i, I will admit this there, this was a fight that was going on mm -hmm. behind the scenes for a lot of time and i just said look to me it sounds like king kong's a little bit of a bitch if he doesn't want to come <laughs> up and fight the weight class dana white got involved got king kong up a little bit and you know we got the fight that we saw. And I heard Joe Rogan put some money down to make sure the fight it happened. Was, it wouldn't be a fight without Rogan money behind that. And, and he, he was just pissed off that he didn't get to sit down next to King Kong and get that interview post-match. But yeah, yeah, we're yeah. trying to shoot a film here. So, yeah, just it's, it's me and Rogan are not on good terms. Well, look, it's understandable. But having said that, your your fighter is now 3-0 and from all counts in terms of in terms of championship and there doesn't seem to be any other suitors or any other challenges to his title as the world's greatest monster so i think you're you're safe in your with uh with that he'll go down as arguably one of if not the strongest monster in the monster kingdom and also just general professional mma fighting well definitely and we're going to keep working where there's no off season for godzilla we're going to keep working we're going to keep training we're going to keep bulking uh because you never know when the next fight's around the corner Thank you. Thank just, you. just, just curious, curious there, Ryan. Um, is it true that they're that they both have a similar weakness? Um, someone, someone called Mothra. Uh, look, we prefer not to go into specifics and and things that haven't been proven. I mean, that's completely alleged. Alleged. Uh, yeah. Nothing has been proven. Um, and you know, if you've got any sources that you want to share, but uh, I can discredit them within thirty five seconds. Mm. Well, again. Now that you're back from 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 your rigorous training, it's great to have you. I'm of course, as always, joined by, again, we all know him, we all we all love him, the man, the myth, creator of the greatest sport in the world, curling, J. A. Bryden. How are you going, sir? I'm going. I'm going really, really well, actually. Now, Thank you. Curling, yeah. brooms. Large stones rolling on ice. Can you explain what were you thinking when you designed this sport? Well, it's actually it's actually a little um uh, tricky because you see, do you remember this old movie with Ben Affleck and Uma Thurman, I believe, called Paycheck? Ah, oh, Paycheck. Oh yes, yes, yes. You remember the premise? Mm. So basically, I came up with this wonderful curling tactic, and it was so good. And so award-winning that I did not want to remember it. So I did the job. They erased my memory. 
Therefore, I know nothing of curling. Once again, this sounds awfully familiar with a story you, you tend to always give. Now, <laughs> I'm somewhat disappointed with your response. Even though I give either of you zero prep time when I drop these upon you, I expected little more effort from you, J.A. Bryden. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't know. I know there's a thing called curling. I have no idea what it is at all. Wow. Wow. Like, okay, you know... Like, I'm going like, to throw the same question to Ryan right now. Let's see what he responds. <laughs> Ryan, tell me about the sport of curling and why did you invent it? Well, look, I mean, we've got hockey. There's, there's no real other winter sport on ice. So aside from, you know, a little bit of dancing and skating, but you know, that doesn't really count. And I thought, what, what does, it originated in Canada. And what does Canada have a lot of? Trees. What can we do with trees? We can cut them down and make these big poles that we can use to push an oversized uh, hockey puck along the ice. And bang, there you go. That's curling. Again, straightforward, straightforward, simple, a straight, an honest answer, J.A. Bryden. Sorry, I'm, just, I'm Googling what curling is. I... <laughs> and, and to answer your question why I did it, one word, bitches. Bitch, oh, I mean, is there any other reason apart from that well you know what they say with great power comes great bitches honestly how is this a sport <laughs> how is this I not a sport that, Jamie. i created this sport yeah well that's my question to you how is this, <laughs> this well, if you've ever not watched the winter olympics the greatest event is obviously the curling really i thought it was hockey well they, they play they play international rules they don't hit as much but you know granted Look, the, the reason curling. this became so successful is because Canadians are just too damn polite to tell me it sucked. And they just <laughs> turned it into their national park, one of their national pastimes. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> that, that sounded Kiwi. Oh, that, was, that was a touch Kiwi. I, I, I think <laughs> you're... A, I touch, think you're uh, a touch a touch cool. cool I think just... you're... Yeah, I think your uh, Canadian's what? a little off. <laughs> hey, I, I'm a New Zealander. That went to Canada and got my citizenship. So they're they sounding South African. So <laughs> can you explain like um, what happened there? Well, I'm a South African who went via New Zealand, got the citizenship in New Zealand, and then I went to oh Canada. I just travel around getting citizenships for every every country. It's going to be really really tricky with Iran, but um, I have hope. What's your plan there? <laughs> What's my plan? Um. Well, you know, get a dowry, marry a, marry right. into a family. Right. So, so citizenship by marriage. Interesting. Yeah. It'd probably be the quickest way, right? <clears throat> I don't think so. Well, after Jamie's extremely disappointing <laughs> effort at, at explaining one about his citizenships, one about his marriage, I, I of course have to mention someone that doesn't disappoint, and that is of course our sponsor. Rebecca Castles from the Rising Dawn series available on Amazon and also apparently also available in physical books. Because if you do enjoy a book mm. and if you do enjoy reading, whilst it's very unlikely Kindle and Amazon will go away, there's always a chance. So it's always good for the media that you like to buy the hardcover, buy the paperback so you can have it upon your shelf. And so when people come over and you can point to it, you look smart and learned. <laughs> now, 
before we go through our usual nonsense and topics, Jamie, I gave you an assignment last week oh. to enjoy one of the greatest films of all time, which was Love in the Villa, <laughs> a, the Netflix spectacular by Cat Graham. Tell us, Jamie, what did you think of the film? Oh, I haven't finished it yet. Um, not for me. <laughs> What is um, it? Okay, let, 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 it, roll back it, there. Not for you. So you're saying love is not for you? Absolutely. You, you it loving depends. You. It depends. See, there's this movie that everyone was obsessed with called My Big Fat Greek Wedding. It was. I most, love that movie. Don't you dare. The most painful movie. Oh, it, it. I was. You know. Uh, I couldn't. I. Mm. I, I, have, I had to watch it with Windex, son. Uh, you know, Mamma Mia again. You know. <laughs> you know. Everything but, you know, can be cured with Windex. Everything can be cured with Windex, Jamie. Yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Like, so oh. it's got to be a well-written, well-crafted uh, story, and it just, it just, it's like it was a movie of cliches. Wow. wow. And the only, and the only reason I got three, you know, two thirds of the way through was Cat Graham was in it. Ah, so you just used it as porn, essentially. No, that's the only, I just kept watching it because it was Cat Graham. But you, you enjoyed her physical. No, she she's a good actress. She's she's quite a looker, mm-hmm. and it you know she acted well. But I was just like going this ugh. like honestly. Ugh. Mm. You see, I think I, I think if it was is... any other actress, I would have turned it off straight away. So I think we've also solved why Jamie basically can't get past a first date now. <laughs> I mean. Clearly, he doesn't believe in love. That's a that, that's a that's a given now. Sounds that's, like that's, he, that's, hates that's, he hates love. Clearly, no, and I, I know what I want. <laughs> I know what I want. I know what I like. That's that's uh you know doesn't mean I don't believe in love. Mm. I, 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 yeah, it, it sounds like you don't believe in love. But, I, I agree. It sounds very very you know love it. Then then why is Gallivant my like one of my favorite shows? Mm. Is that really? Yeah, it's probably I've, I've watched that more than I've watched Scrubs now. I mean, it's a lot easier because it's only two seasons. But <laughs> interesting. So you don't believe in love, but you watch that's, Gal- that girl. That's that, that's not what I said. I said if I don't believe in love, why do I watch Gallivant? Because it's an entertaining show. Why, why did I watch nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother if I don't believe in love? No, because that because that's the perfect man for you, Ted. You want to be some narcissistic asshole who dates a thousand women, no. based for <laughs> through nine through nine years, and then goes, "All right, now that I've dated all of New York, you'll do for my for the for the mother." I mean, that just sounds like that just sounds like Jamie and his first date triumphs. Absolutely. So you know what? No. I obviously recommended the, you the wrong kind of film. I should have said, "Hey, Jamie, there's a great film. It's called 365 Days. You'll I'll, love it. That's that's I'll, that's your I'll, I'll that's your type." I'll air it air it out for you, Chris. They don't want second dates, so it's not really you know, not really my fault, brother. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, it is. I'll give you a look. I, I'm going to go on record here. I'll I'll show you exactly why. The, the, most of the time there's no second dates and it looks like this 
No, it's the face he's doing. The Jamie, the Jamie face of I disagree with you. Sorry, but I know this, is, that, this is, that was a very visual. Yeah. <laughs> but it was spot on. The annoyed look. The yeah, probably. The <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's point is going, that's not my fault. I'm going to go a second date. So, okay, well, obviously, if you're interesting and loved love, you would. But that's, you know, okay. So, you, did, you didn't like. Cat Graham's film. That's fine. Oh. All good. We can we can accept that. We can we can move past that. What else have has tickled your fancy this coming week? Look, I watched all of Cobra Kai, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, that was good. Um, what else did I watch? I watched that Crawdads movie, whatever it is. The oh yeah, it's on my list. I want to watch that. Which one is this one? Um, the, um what uh where the where the crawdads lie something where the crawdad, crawdads sing yeah it's like a um kind of like a murder mystery wouldn't you agree yeah, yeah no well that's exactly what it is yeah um, no, i really i've downloaded it i want to watch it it's oh. um it's actually quite brilliant i mean cool it did suffer from one thing what's that not enough cat uh, no um everything suffers from that these days way <laughs> Way too like okay, you know how in don't, don't give it away. You know how in Thor Love and Thunder? Yes, I actually watched that the other you know, day. You know how oh, ev- you know how every five seconds is a Taika Waititi joke, and you go, There's just too many jokes. I, I wouldn't say every five seconds, but yes, go on. It was very common. Um, well, in this movie in the middle, there was a lot of kissing, like ridiculous amounts. Ah, of- there we go, James. And there we go, and there we go. <laughs> Again, what I'm hearing is the only thing wrong with this movie was love. Exactly. No, no, no it's not that. It's just like and displays I, of affection. No, it's like I get it. Like it was just like consistently, like it was like a montage. It's like you know this. Ah, kiss, 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 kiss for five, like five minutes straight. I'm going, okay, I get it. But that being said, it was well written, um, and. There was a lot. Uh, I didn't see the twist coming, like because it's basically. I'm not I'm not giving it good away. It's it's like a it's like a court case with flashbacks to learning all about this character. But as this as they do the flashbacks, more and more suspects come into it on who, on who killed the on who killed the guy. You going is it that? Is it? And they just throw all these suspects at you, and you're going, who's the killer? Who's the killer? But yeah, it was now, good. based upon that trial scene, or say Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial scene, what's your preference in terms of trials? <laughs> good, good trial scenes. What? <laughs> but you want me to Court. compare you compare this movie to the Amber Heard trial? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> it's completely different. Is um, it? Yeah. Although the one problem I had with the court case in this movie is like it, it's guilty before proven innocent, essentially. That's every court. That's America. But yeah, but like um, in the sense that like they really, you know, they, they threw her in court without any real strong evidence. Mm-hmm. Again. Again. Just... I mean, yeah, you're just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Citing, you're just citing I'm, American I'm watching, facts now. I'm watching a show called The Shield at the moment with uh, Michael Chiklis and that's pretty much every episode. They just hold the guys in, throw them in jail, then they try and prove that they did it. 
that, yeah. that's actually quite a comment. I mean, again, yeah. you're deciding facts about the legal system yeah. in America. I mean, yeah. Yeah. True. Now, I'm looking forward to watching it. Hopefully, I'll catch. Yeah, it. no, it's a good, it's a good watch. It's there's only one person in it I recognize. Yeah, that's uh, Garrett Dillahunt, who was the Terminator in the. Uh, yeah. I think it's Terminator. He was in um the TV series, the Terminator TV series. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he pops up in everything. He's been in Psych. He's been. He was in Brooklyn Nine Nine, when that super cool agent or um, detective rocks up and she wants to uh, he wants to ask out um san diego yeah you'd know him if you saw him what what an excellent description of a man you'll know him if you saw him well you would i'm sure i'm sure you would i'm sure you would (laughs) ryan yes sir did i I hear that you partake in finally in thor love and thunder yeah, yeah, I watched a couple of movies this week. Uh, a couple of, uh, I cop uh, when uh, Thorum Love and Thunder dropped on Disney Day. I actually got to watch the whole thing. Uh, look, I enjoyed it. It's it's not every movie has to be. Let's move. Let's let's like move the Marvel universe through. I, I quite enjoyed it because I do like Taika Waititi's humor now i understand you guys thought it was a little bit too much but i'm, I making, I'm making the face i i <laughs> I, I, look, I really enjoyed the portrayal of christian bale of gore the god butcher mm-hmm. um i thought he did it really well um and obviously i love the post credit scene with uh, one of my favorite actors from ted lasso sure, sure. So, so the glare the, the the glaring plot holes won't didn't didn't get you at all like the you know, the, the 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 large and blaring pothole like potholes that, that that didn't bother you whatsoever what kind of potholes are you talking about so christian bale's characters the whole thing is is gods don't care yep. all gods should die i'm going to kidnap all these asgardians because thor cares and he's going to go rescue them doesn't that then defeat his whole concept of gods don't care God's to be honest with you, I, I'm I put it down to that was what he tried to have his reasoning as, but it was really just revenge. He didn't mm. care. He he's his daughter was taken from him by the by the uh, uh, the the non non action of the gods. So it was just literally to me a father's revenge. You know, he lost his wife, lost his child, and he just he blamed the gods, and that's why. There was no he made he tried to disguise it as gods don't care like joy you know this is the reason I'm doing it when it's just purely and simply revenge and it was revealed as revenge um, you know at, at the very end of the movie too. That's a fair point. And the second point that many people called out, which I want to see your thoughts on it. In the final battle of Endgame, do you yeah. not think it would have been helpful for Thor to grant all his powers to every single person fighting Thanos? hundred oh, percent. Hundred percent, but then we wouldn't have had the amazing. Look, he's <laughs> <laughs> not known for um, consistency. Sometimes, um, he. I, I honestly think that he doesn't. There's no required reading when making a, a Marvel Phase Four or Five movie, whatever we're in at the moment. Yes, yeah, so that's um, the problem, isn't it? They used to. Yeah, they used to be exactly. And, um, but look. I, I will agree, and I know you guys mentioned it when you watched it. That first, that first opening Thor battle. I mean, you know, when the the music behind it, 
Um, you know, the whole, <laughs> the Jean-Claude Van Damme ripoff with the, the, you know, with his legs up in between the two. I, 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 I popped quite loudly for that, that yep, first yep. 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, good. The opening of the film with Christian Bell's acting was incredible. Yes. That scene was awesome. And then it was all downhill from there. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then they... look again, there were some moments of, of that were funny. Um, but when you're I like, in... I like the little cork thing, how he met he met another rock named Dwayne. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay, if you look again, fu- funny jokes aside, I mean look look, we can say that there are many jokes in that movie, maybe there was too many. I think maybe mm-hmm. you know um that's a you know for for, for Gore the God Butcher. To basically be in a comedy was a little bit odd, but again, that's a, yeah. again also and also we didn't get to see many like for all these jokes about Thor's and like his hammer being jealous of him and mm-hmm. and all these other jokes, just they're going. How about showing some god butchering? I don't know. Yeah. Like, how about you build up the stakes? You show like how about yeah. show the power of the god butcher? Again, I like movies that have a consistent plot and you know that you know and they build to something and have stakes. But you know that's that's just me. Yeah. Then there's a contradiction between. Ragnarok and Love and Thunder mm. with Korg's backstory. Well, they, yeah, they did change. They did change. Uh, he had he talked about having a mother, and then obviously he doesn't. But then yes, they yeah. did, they did sort of change that. Um, but look, was it the best Marvel movie? Obviously not, but no. it definitely wasn't the worst. No. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. To be honest, it's, it's quite low. All right, Jamie, Thor: Love and Thunder, Iron Man three. What do you think? Oh, don't no. No, I I think I think I think um, Love and Thunder is just just an inch above Iron Man because I I felt utterly betrayed with Iron Man three. Well, it was bad. You know. Well, yeah. Well, doing what they did to the Mandarin was kind of you know um, insulting almost. Oh, oh yeah, it was hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, they realized that after they made the film, though. Um, now, now, if if Thor: Love and Thunder did some weird twist with with you know Christian Bale's character, then we probably have problems. True, although the 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 jokey nature of Zeus, the god of you know, yeah, was, was a little that, bit. That was my point. That was my thing that I was going to mention about the one thing that I didn't like about the movie was Russell Crowe's portrayal of. Zeus, because in no world is that Zeus, regardless yeah, exactly. of Greek mythology, you know, yeah. Asgardian mythology, whatever. And that's that's Zeus is not that. Zeus isn't that, yeah. He's yeah. Zeus is all, yeah, <clears throat> that's not Zeus. Yeah, um, yeah, that was one thing I didn't like about the movie, but again, I, I don't think what Takoti knows a lot about any of this. I think he just sort yeah. of made a film and then you well, know, threw well, some scenes he, together. He did ask if Natalie Portman wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. So. <laughs> yeah, again. You know, what will happen next with Thor? Who knows? Hopefully they can find a director well, a, that, you know, will take care of it. But JJ Abrams, he's good at cleaning stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, jeez. Actually, you know what? I don't <laughs> think he could do much worse. I don't think he could do much worse. Yeah. Um Maybe they just one day just wake it up. They have full wake up, and that was all the big of a fever dream. That never, none of that film ever happened. Maybe people will be happy. What else have you been watching, Ryan? Ah, uh, yeah. So I also checked out DC League of Super Pets um, over the wow, which was actually actually very very funny. 
very, <clears throat> very interesting. It was actually probably one of the better DC movies that's come out this year. Um, yeah, obviously, you've got The Rock as Crypto. You've got Kevin Hart as uh, Batman's dog Ace. You've got Keanu Reeves as um, Batman. And you've got John Krasinski as Superman. So, I mean, just looking at that casting there, I thought, yeah, I'm going to check it out. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really, really good movie, good story. Um, obviously, it's it's a standalone, so it's not a moving plot forward thing. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. The animation's done very well as well, and it's just yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a one and done. So you can just watch this if you've never watched any DC stuff at all. Um, obviously, it's one of those, you know, they kind of aim it a little bit towards kids, but it's, I felt like there was a lot there for adults as well. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I think that's the common trend now with uh, animated films. You throw some jokes in there for the adults who have to watch the movie probably a thousand times. Uh, I think that helps, you know, keep keep them sane. No, it was very, uh, it was very, very, very good. I really enjoyed it. Um, other than that, just you know, this weekend there was a lot of trailers dropped at D D twenty three or did whatever it was called, the Disney the Disney mm-hmm. convention. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was watching a lot of a lot of trailers over the weekend as well. So so what did you, what did you like, like? We have a topic, but before we get to that topic, let's just <laughs> quickly let's just quickly touch base on um d23 um they announced a lot of things yes i did um what did you make of first thing what did you make of the um lineup for the actual the the thunderbolts yeah look i knew it was i i honestly you know can say that i picked most of it um because these are characters that most of the characters have been introduced to the marvel tv series um, you know, I thought maybe they would go semi-comic accurate and throw Luke Cage in there as the leader because there was quite a bit large period around Marvel Civil War in the 2000s where Luke Cage actually ran the Thunderbolts. I thought that was a good opportunity to bring Luke Cage in. Um, but yeah, look, um, I, I kind of expected that lineup. I honestly didn't think Winter Soldier would be a part of it, but I'm, I'm happy with that because I like Sebastian Stan. But yeah, it was, it was to be expected. I just hope that they can improve upon Taskmaster. Master. Yes. Um, they didn't do a very good job at showing the mimicking ability. They didn't do actually. They didn't do a very good job overall on that one. So so let's. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like the Taskmaster from um, Black Widow. So hopefully they can sort of they they're going to fix that mistake. They can they can obviously improve upon that. So happy, you know. I think that makes sense for them to. But I'm happy with US Agent. Um, you know, I'm happy yep. with, with Ghost and all that. That's fine for a TV show. Yep, 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 yep. Again, I think that one's actually a film that they're going to do. Oh, is it a movie? Is it okay? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that either way. I mean, it just seems like it's a. I mean, hey, if the, as long as the idea is good and they can put it all together, sure. But uh, let's let's again. Not sure on that one. Not sure on that one. One but... thing that did let me down on um, on over the weekend is the na- the trailer for National Treasure. Um, I did not like it at all. Well, there's, uh, no, there's no Nick Cage. There's no Nick Cage. There's no Nick Cage. Um, it's they've gone down the route of my father was a treasure hunter and he left me this pendant. Blah blah blah. Um, I didn't. The trailer just didn't grab me at all. 
Um, nothing, no, I didn't connect with any of the characters. Mind you, it is only a three-minute trailer, but still, that's how they get you in. Mm-hmm. Um, you should I, be brought in in yeah. a trailer. I mean, there okay, was, let, there let's... was nothing in me going, even though it's going to be free on Disney+, Plus. nothing in me was like, yeah, I'm going to watch that when it comes out. Right, let, let, let's look at two trailers side by side. That one and a hundred and about a minute and a half of The Mandalorian Season 3. Are you excited about The Mandalorian Season 3? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> of, course. of course. like the, Yeah, but but see, that's the thing. Mandalorian has a, has proven itself. Um, yeah. I don't need, didn't even need to watch the trailer and I would have watched it, but watching the, the trailer, trailer was amazing though. Like yeah, Watching the trailer and, you know, it, 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 it made me quite erect. And um, I was quite happy with that. But I did... But I did watch, in saying that, I've watched National Treasure was probably one of the first trailers I watched, um, aside from Black Adam trailer two, which was just absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I just, there was a few ups and a few downs, and but definitely Mandalorian. I mean, I was going to watch it anyway. That just got me more excited. Yep, absolutely. It looks, Mandalorian season three, it looks like they are going back to Mandalore. So yes. that, does that end... You know, the question does now become, and does he stick to being a uh, part of the watch? Yep. Or does he actually join the Mandalorian as the proper? I know which one the actor, I know which one the actor Pedro Pascal <laughs> would like his character to do. The one which, that shows more FaceTime. Which is the join the Mandalorians <laughs> where they take off their helmet and things. So, so I know which one mm-hmm. Pascal would be like going, hey, Favreau. Yeah, he, he should totally become a normal Mandalorian and, and take off his helmet now all the time and then have his helmet off most of the time and then only have it on in battles, right? 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 That, that's all we should... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so, you know, but having said that, well, again, we will see. Um, very, very, again, yeah, very, very excited to see what they where they go with that one. Um, that was actually the only really announcement this week that on honestly that on this d23 that that gave me a little bit of like oh that's exciting everything else everything else is a you're, bit of a you're, you're you're not you're not excited for a, a mufasa movie oh <laughs> I, I have to say so it was it was i didn't know about that and then and steph mentioned it but steph said uh there's a mustafa movie and i said oh is that the movie about the uh, arabic lion from bankstown that travels to the pride lands <laughs> but i said you mean mufasa and but look I think it's I, I think it's all down to the animation. Is it going to be like that new no, line? No, yeah, they already said exactly. It. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so that helped. That you know, I literally I watched the last. I did. I've seen it too. I've seen and, it too. And I laughed when Mufasa died because there was no emotion. It was just like, you know, like I just. Yeah. You can't beat. It's not. It's not the same. Clearly, no. it's just. Um, the other thing that dropped on, uh, did you guys check, did you guys see the uh, Little Mermaid trailer that everyone hates? I don't know why they hate it. It was boring. Well, it, it was a boring trailer that showed nothing and it's going to be a terrible film. Yeah. But, but uh, I, I just watched it and all I could think of is like, where's Jason Momoa? <laughs> it's like, it's like I've, I've seen all this under the sea stuff epically in Aquaman. But um, you, you knew before the trailer even dropped that people were going to hate it because... Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it, they want to do live action everything, and you know? it's not going to work with every, everything. This was a weird one to do because I don't, I don't feel. But then you, you look at Beauty and the Beast, and I really enjoyed that. I yeah, well, that, that was one of the first ones, yeah. and because the original Beauty and the Beast, it's pretty short and it isn't that flushed out. They had room to do a little bit more with yeah. it, and 
a bit more depth. I still, I still haven't seen the Aladdin, and I don't intend to because Aladdin is my one, my favorite movie of all time. Did you Did you see the Jungle Book one? Uh the Andy Circus one. No, the other one, like the Disney. No, I, have, one. I have not. That That's good. It's you got Chris Christopher Walken as King okay. Louis. Okay. Um, it's pretty good, and you know Bill Murray's in it. Um, no, I've, I've only watched the the Andy Circus one. That's Mowgli or how I think, Mowgli. And yeah. I think I think that one's just a little bit ahead for me because it's it's different. You know, you got Christian Bale, you got yeah. um, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. as as um, Shere Khan. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, but I mean, um, with Little Mermaid, I didn't. I mean, again, I didn't care about the first one. I, like, it's a fine movie, sure. I wasn't. I'm not clamoring. I wasn't clamoring to see another one. You want Hercules, don't you? Hercules. Obviously, I want her. Okay, okay. We look. have to do it while Danny DeVito is still alive, so he can play Phil. <laughs> he has to play Phil. Okay, 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 Jamie. All right, Jamie. <laughs> yes. If they did a Hercules film with Zachary Levi playing Hercules, oh, and, and, and who the I am, I can go the distance. Come oh, on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I, have I just know. In, okay, in saying that, who would you cast as Hades? Sorry? Who would you cast as Hades? He's retired now, isn't he? Um, yeah. Because yeah. oh. I happily have Danny DeVito as Phil again. Like, he voiced it. That's <laughs> the voice. Yeah, Danny and DeVito must voice nice, Phil. Cat Graham is Megara. That's obviously decided. That's <laughs> that's that's that's, that's just. We, you know. we, we can't. We don't need to ask who you cast as a female because it's always Cat Graham. Well, that chick from the Pussycat Dolls that you're in love with. Well, no, I'm Cat Graham for this one. Okay. But Zachary Lee, Zachary Levi as Hercules. Come on, let's, let's you know, come on. I agree with that. Yeah, I can see it. Although, having said that, if they do that, what happens if they want to do a live action Tangled and I need him to play Flynn? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, he could just do them all. Um, or what about the dude who played the beast? Oh, what's his uh, name? But can he sing? Yeah, dude. Have you seen? Have you not seen? Um, oh, what's his Holt? Oh, something Holt. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in, he was in, um, 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 that Will Ferrell, um, Eurovision movie. Oh, the, the fire and ice. Yeah, he was the Russian dude. Oh, was he? Okay, yeah, he can <laughs> sing. No, okay, okay, but. Can he sing or can he actually sing? Like that's a no. That's... He was the beast in Beauty and the Beast. You know, Wait, you talk, are we can, about the, are we, I thought you were talking about the guy who was Beast from X Men. No, different no, actor. No, Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. You know, the the one I that in that movie, Luke Evans was one of the best cast. Oh, that was phenomenal. He was um, Luke Evans. Had, um, was like, crazy. Was name? You know, Gascon. Yeah, that's Gascon. Yeah, but then we also got we also speaking of D twenty three we also got the look at secret in secret invasion which I watched I um okay with that I how, I how are they I gonna didn't... how are they gonna do that since they've already destroyed the scrolls like what what, what is, is this the fix the is this the well, fix it's, the... It's, it's, it's it's I didn't realize it's a, it's a TV series it's a series mm. not a movie yeah yeah um, uh, alternate universe yeah. Uh, <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, because Nick Fury's been gone for a while. Because remember in that post credits for yeah, one yeah. of the movies you've seen, he he's been on the scroll chip anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it's it's interest. It looks interesting, and yeah. I, I I am a fan of the. Look, it's got to be better than Captain Marvel. 
watch this space. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've already established that the scrolls aren't the evil, so then yeah, what's the point then? It's reverse. We are evil. Everyone's evil, but they're the good guys infiltrating. That just sounds stupid. Well, what what other option do they have? They don't have... Look, look again, <laughs> there are no good options. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh no! What about, what about what about the? I'm seeing more and more and more about Mr. Cavill being Doctor Victor Von Doom again. Like I said to you before, it's too perfect. When you hear a casting that's too perfect, it's too no. I mean, that would just be he. Like I never even thought of that, and then I've just gone. You just watch that one scene in Justice League, like I always say. When he's evil and Flash is running towards him and he just turns his head with that look, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. But it, I'm seeing more and more news on that over the last few days. Mm-hmm. So, is he uh, denying it? <laughs> no, that, that that would make my day. But I'm also, more, I'm also hearing a lot of news that he might join uh, House of Dragons or in some capacity. Well, we could do that as well. Yeah, oh, he could do everything. Of course. And he'll, he'll build his own PC in between. <laughs> and he, he's finished Witcher like three or four times, you know, so. Well, I think that's pretty much everything that came out of D, D23. So that, I think, uh, is our longest intro ever. <laughs> that was a quite a long introduction on everything. Well, I mean, we, we did get a lot of news and a lot of yeah things that happened. So, you know, we want to keep it. I'll just let you know something, Ryan. I want Because this popped up recently. You may have heard. Um, over in Loch Ness, they've installed um, new webcams mm-hmm. 365 days of the year. Yes. I'm just waiting for them to start charging so I can get my subscription. Cancel <laughs> Netflix. So you, so you, you, Netflix. You, you're going to watch water. For <laughs> I'll watch water just 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 well, for that one chance. It's not that far fetched. I mean, that. Uh, Tim Pool has, you know, live streams his chickens. Mm-hmm. You know, so people might be interested in that. I would be. And more, more people watch the FBI raiding their studio, mm-hmm. an empty room, <laughs> than CNN or something. It was pretty funny. Well, spe- speaking of that, before we move on to the main topic, we kind of had that yesterday. We actually had police yep. helicopters. Did you hear it, Chris? No, no. No, we have police helicopters. There, apparently, there was a guy with a gun in Crudge Road yesterday. Uh, police helicopters were on the megaphone telling us to stay in our houses. Um, don't come out until oh. they apprehended the person. Um, yeah, it was pretty full on. I felt like I was part of Law and Order or something. Well, it felt like you were back in lockdown again. <laughs> No. Like, but no, do not the, exercise. So the, apparently, there's a, a, a young gentleman with a with a uh, a gun roaming out, roaming my street. Did, did like, it end up? Did it end up being like just like a little pea shooter or something? No, no, no. There was no gun, but um, it ended up being a, just a mentally ill guy. But I did want to get the bat suit out of the club, but Steph wouldn't let me go because I was like, ah, time for justice. Well, uh, that would have been the had... perfect time to suit up and beat up that person. Senseless. But you did remind me that I was a bullet. The suit was a bulletproof. So, but anything, but it could take most shots. So you know, 
you know, yes, there are some gaps between the ceramic plates because as you as you asked like Fox to make sure you could turn your head as you move out, like you know, drive backwards. I mean, if you turn left, I was fucked. So you so, know, <laughs> ah, yeah. so your blue seal weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but, but finally on, on Hercules apparently it's been made by the Russo brothers uh, or their production company is going to be doing it um, so if they're doing that why not Why not just bring back one of the holy Chris's Chris Pratt as Hercules okay don't know if he can sing though that might be the only <laughs> oh, he'd get lessons yeah, I prefer if that's someone that that, that we, can, they can we can guarantee singing hey, if, if Andrew Garfield could Learn to sing in a year, you know. Okay, all right. You, you just I'll, you just need you just need uh, Lin Manuel Miranda to ask him, and then he'll do it. <laughs> again, I don't I don't have to like burst the bubble that you've built no. in your head around that. Where do they actually sing? How much is it auto tuned? Um, uh, no, he sang all of it. I know, but you but remember when we saw the Beauty and Beast and you were convinced? Yeah, I was in denial. That's different. Oh, that's and and then, like, every single time actors went on stage, there were four or five actors that would break on, for interviews, would break into perfect song, and yeah. one that didn't. Yeah. And one that didn't. Yeah. And Jamie was like, no, 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 100%. She can sing and she's amazing. I'm like, going, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, okay, that's one. Now, now name another time. <laughs> Well, there's only one time we've had this discussion, so yeah. You know, so one, you know, so 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 one from one is a hundred percent. So a hundred percent, great. No, but we're talking about Andrew Garfield now. There's there's a video of him singing Spider Man on some talk show. Okay. Well, speaking of Andrew Garfield, inspirational sports movies. <laughs> <laughs> Who would he play? Who would he play? Because he, he does all the biopics, so. He's like, he doesn't have the frame for sports. No. Oh, well, basketball? Or... Again, he doesn't have the height for basketball. All right. Sure. <clears throat> no, Ryan... he, has to, he has to be eight foot tall, tall or something? Yes. Okay. Ryan mentioned, oh. let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's dive into it. <laughs> we are talking about inspirational sports, brought to you by our sponsor, Rebecca Castle's Rising Dawn series, available now on Amazon. And in paperback. And, and also in paperback. Another book that Jamie went read because Jamie doesn't like love, but that's again, apparently, a, a, apart from all the things I've mentioned, but you know, I look for specific love, Chris. Yes, two dollars. It's, it's got to be real. We are talking, of course, about inspirational sports films. There are quite a lot of them. <laughs> A shockingly large amount. So, as we're talking about them, we've we've talked about most of the baseball ones already. So I don't think we'll, we'll, we'll I don't think we'll sort of <laughs> yeah, touch no, upon touch upon the baseball ones. Let's just all agree. Forty two. We, all, we all, can all, all agree forty two. Yeah, we can all <laughs> again. Done. Move on. Yeah, we can talk, <laughs> talk about other ones. But Jamie, what was the first sports film you remember that that that, that inspired you? What was one of the earliest well, ones you can remember? It would have been. It would have been. Um, it was a baseball one. It was. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I know, but you know, <laughs> you, you're, you're asking me that question. All right, I'll let you answer. Sandlot Kids, because I remember after that we I got a um. Actually, tried to shape, make my own baseball bat out of a tree branch that fell down. We got we got into the we got 
got it in the shape, but it was so flipping heavy. I'm going, this is obviously the wrong kind of wood. But now, Jamie, was that uh, tree struck by lightning, and that's what caused the the branch to break? Because that's a good movie. The, the, oh, the bat was not magic. <laughs> No, and there's no Daryl strawberries in there. It wasn't set. magic, but it, but it may have very well been a tree that got struck by lightning because it happens over the years mm-hmm. up here. Um, but no, that that's the first film I remember wishing I could not I, I could play baseball, but I couldn't. <laughs> I still can't. I'm so bad at it. Ryan, what was the the sports movie that first really got you? You know, it's a... The first, well, the, the first, the, uh, there's two. Obviously, the first one I remember watching. Um, and then there's the the one that really got me is, would I would have to say Rocky 3. Rocky 3. Rocky 3, Sylvester Stallone. Club Rocky Lang. If he, if he dies, he dies. That's Rocky 4. Drago. Yeah, that that's you know it's it's a typical. I he killed he killed his best friend, so Rocky needs to get revenge and and Ivan and, Drago. Yeah, exactly. That that was my that's the one that I I remember in my heart of being like wow okay, because it, it's it's not as light as as some of the others, but it's still probably my all time favorite. Because it's, it's, you know, his friend gets killed by in, in the ring and then he, it's his job to defend the honour. Absolutely. And after Apollo Creed's 30-minute dance number, he was a bit tired with some boxing. That was also that was also a problem within that fight. But, <laughs> you know, I would be tired to box after I had a large dance number as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think generally they say in a boxing fight, don't do an elaborate choreographed dance number before you enter the ring. I think that's just a general... Uh, I think uh, there's a sign that's above, like, each locker room. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, as they walk out. Oh, as they walk yeah, out. Yep, 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 yep. No, no dance number. Absolutely. No. No, that, that, that was, that was a, that's, a, that's a great film. And what I like about that film was it completely forgot about the film before it. Where the, the, where the film before it was all about how Rocky's style of just being hit was basically causing him so much problems. And so he had to actually learn how to box. And so he basically, you know, runs along the beach, uh, trains, montage, you know, know, to the greatest 80s songs of all time. And then he learns, (laughs) basically he learns Creed's boxing style with with the jackhammer, like, you know, left and right combinations and learns all these amazing boxing films and absolutely destroys Clubber Lang. And then comes this fight and has forgotten all about the technique he learned in the in the previous in the previous film and went back to getting his face punched like a thousand times. But hey, how are you going to advance the story? I think it'll be a pretty pretty quick movie. <laughs> remembered everything. But I mean, and also look, to that point, because he was hit that many times, maybe he's just forgotten about about. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The what is this? Uh, the, the concussion CBD or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. CTE, that's it. Yeah, concussion treatment. Concussion yeah. treatments. You know, but I, remember, I, I, I remember watching that. My dad, I, my dad introduced me to the Rocky series, and that was my favorite. I love those series, and I all the Rocky movies are great. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, maybe not the, maybe not the fifth one, but you know, 
But we'll give it that. Like, uh, but then you know, obviously they they I kind of forgive them for that because then I really enjoyed the Creed movies with Michael B. Jordan in it as well. You know, as yeah, I, the Creed I, was good, but Balboa, yeah. I love I love Balboa. The um, so yeah, that was yeah. that was great. Definitely. Um, basically watching a man in his prime struggle to beat an eighty-year-old man in boxing. Yeah, but but I love that because going in his prime. Rocky would have shredded that dude. Oh, like in his prime, that dude is dead. Like, hundred percent. And the fact that that you know that Rocky's taking him to the you know for all ten rounds, they're going, yeah, in, in his prime, that dude's a dead man. That is a that is a dead man walking. And yeah. you know, again, lo- I love that, but also just the fact that you know, um, it what 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 a great what a what a great film that was. Uh, it, some some of the um. You know, just when they're doing the training sequence, where he goes, "Oh, you know, you can't, you can't spar because you know you got you got arthritis in your knuckles. You can't run because your knees are shot. So what we need to do is make your fist so heavy that when you punch him, it rattles his ancestors." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Ah, yeah, love that, love that, love that movie. Um, great, great film. So great choice, Ryan. Jamie, do you have any fond memories of Rocky? Because if, if, if you're, this is where you guys are going to kill me." <laughs> uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen Rocky. No, not even none of them. None. Again, this I've is seen... why he can't get past a first date. It's all clear now. But I should be punching women. <laughs> no, you should be watching Rocky and learning about getting back up and learning about trial over adversity. But I, I don't feel like I got knocked down. I just met people and went, we didn't hit it off. And then whatever. Like, I, you know. Clearly, clearly. Uh, so, okay. Going back, what do you mean you have not seen Rocky? I I don't think I've seen Rocky. Like, I just I remember bits and pieces, but I okay. do, do not you remember. remember. We, do you remember when we did the Scorpion King? Yeah, we're doing a Rocky one. Oh, that's not that's 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 not even the question anymore. That's that's happening. Okay. Because it is you embarrassing. All day, every day, but yes, it is embarrassing. That you're saying that you haven't seen Rocky. Yeah. You haven't seen one of the most inspirational sports. The thing that started a man's <laughs> career. The thing oh, that I, I, I love the story of, of um Stallone and, and how he got Rocky going. How he sold his dog mm-hmm. and then hung out at the at the very place that he sold his dog so he could buy his dog back. Yeah, but yeah, well, it didn't move you enough to watch the actual film. No, I always thought about it. But then Chris goes, "Watch this, watch this, watch this." And Chris would rather, oh, well, Chris would rather I watch Love in the Villa than Rocky. Like, I mean, that's well, I. <laughs> I told you to watch Love in the Villa because I assumed, like any other human alive, that you have seen Rocky. <laughs> it was look, granted, it was an assumption on my part, and that I shouldn't assume <laughs> things. But I assumed that you were a man, and I assumed that because you were a man, you had seen one of the greatest films of of of, of all time, and I, and because you're a big cinema fan, and you talk about like the history of Rocky, the history of like Schwarzenegger's history, Van Damme, you talk all this about the history of these great stars. I assumed that you had then obviously sampled the wares. You're like a cocaine expert that's never done cocaine. How could I trust your opinion on the, on, on well, the topic? Correct me if I'm wrong, but like, if you're a cocaine ex- expert, you don't take cocaine, do you? Like, 
Or is that if that's, the, okay, that's, that's if you're that's if you're a cook again. If you make it, sure. Again, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about someone who's going to recommend the product. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, look. I just I've never, you know. I'm well, that, sure. that 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 one is my my favorite, but I must say the first ever inspirational sports movie, and I guarantee you guys will be on board with me, that I ever saw was. Cool Runnings. Oh, yeah. I Cool Runnings. Hey, Shanka, you're dead, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's the movie that literally I've watched. I've, I don't want to watch it anymore because I've watched it that much. Like, every time at school when it rained on a sports day, they put that movie oh, 100%. on. 100%. Hundred percent, and and I'm so glad that it's on Disney Plus because now a whole other generation get to experience yeah. it. But it, I mean, it, it is good. Based on a true story, which you will find a lot of ins- most inspirational sports movies will be yeah. based on a true story. Well, um, my my, I'm, I made a bit of a list, and like I probably there's probably two on or three on my list that aren't based on a true story. Mm. <laughs> but I mean the the whole like not just the 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 the, the story of of the Jamaican bobsled team that that have yeah. never. No, they have never, you know, they they yeah. practice on their island, yeah. you know, in in sand and dirt, mm-hmm. and um, you know, not even the individual journeys. Like, you know, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the the one whose dad was a lawyer, and then his other teammates just pump him up. You know, I never forget that. I see pride. I see power. Yeah, you know, badass. Whatever. Yeah, like you know, is it, it to me that was an inspiration, and it was John Candy's character's redemption as well because. Yeah. Obviously, the the cheating scandal with the weights in the front of the the, the bobsled. Sorry, spoiler for a 20, 25 odd. Oh, I'm based spoiled. On, based, based on a true <laughs> event, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that that that's the first one that I remember going. You know what? That's mm-hmm. that, that's pretty cool. Look, that is an absolutely fantastic uh, film. Great, but again, you're you're of all the films mentioned, I thought we would be talking about the masterworks of the great Emilio Estevez in the Mighty Ducks series. That's that's, that's on my list. Yeah, it of is. course it's on the list. But, uh, you know, it's, it, so far the question has been, what's your all-time favourite? No, what was the one that, your first yeah. one, the first yeah. one? And you for me... That was Rocky yeah. 3 and Cool Runnings. And, and, and then, obviously, you've got others that, you know, there's so many movies out there. For me, obviously, it was the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was think it was a, I think it was called in our country the champions. Champions, yeah. Because for some unknown reason. Yeah, champ- like, uh, yeah champions, and then yeah. the Mighty Ducks was the sequel. Well, that's always resonated with me because I I have a you know soccer version of that that happened to me in real life, but it just didn't happen in one season. It happened over over three seasons of the going from nothing to being champions. Yep, yep, yep. Going from the the going from like. My old soccer coach walked into the club and said, "What's your worst team?" And it was us. And then he came came in and turned us turned us around, exactly like um, Gordon Est- Bombay. Exactly yeah, did, like did, Gordon he, Bombay. did he name you the Mighty Ducks? Then no, obviously not. No, no, <laughs> because because we were an established club, you know, of great prestige. <laughs> Clearly not, because no, like, no, you, you know, you you know, you're talking about like one one team out of you know like probably twenty or thirty, hmm. and they went. What's the worst one? 
fair, fair enough. But the Mighty Ducks franchise and the film series, the first one, watching all these baby-faced players do some, you know, the, the, the hilarity, the great, the, the, the great characters, you know, whether it be Goldberg, whether it be... Um, what was that guy's name? He Abraman. Abraman, yes. Abraman. Swing, batter, 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 swing, batter, batter, batter. <laughs> where, where there's no batter in hockey. Save, go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> Fulton Reed's the. Fulton Reed, oh, who, yeah, who went on to be uh, a lawyer. Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Seriously, Charlie. And, 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 and hilariously, and, Josie Smollier <laughs> as Terry Hall. Yeah, and and the cake eater, the cake eater, uh, Adam. I'm not looking at the list now, but Adam Banks. Adam Banks, Adam yep, Banks who is. was playing yeah. in the wrong district, so it had to be yes. basically changed teams oh. halfway through because Gordon Bombay went to the map and realized that he was playing for the wrong district. And then uh, Gordon Bombay does the thing, you know, that that every coach does and sleeps with the captain's mother, and. Um, <laughs> But I thought that's why you became a coach. I, this is not why you became a coach. Charlie never wondered why he got that little Captain C on there, and his mum yeah. made sure he got it. Yeah, mum made sure he got it. <laughs> Charlie, yeah, Charlie Conway, Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson, yeah. Who then went on to the sequel, which I think is one of the strongest in the yes. uh, oh, in, my favorite in the series. Um, again, they brought in a, a host of new characters. Given the Keep Bash it. Brothers, the the. the the cowboy, which I love, which I love. <laughs> Keenan Thompson with the knuckle puck. Oh yes, Keenan Thompson, the knuckle puck. And, and uh, then uh, finally, Rodriguez, the, the 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 guy from the Sandlot. He was the star yeah. player from the Sandlot that came in. The guy who couldn't stop. Yeah. Ah, Luis Luis Mendoza. Luis Mendoza. Yeah. Luis Mendoza, the man who can fly. Then came the third film. Yes, the Colts. <laughs> And honestly, and this is controversial, my favorite of the series. Okay. <gasps> I wonder why there's a lot of Valley Girls in that movie. <laughs> okay, I did. I'm not sure. Okay, you know what? I, I, fair enough, Ryan. But the reason why the reason why I liked um, this this movie, or why do I think it's the, the one of the better ones, was they actually started to play actual hockey. Yeah, they actually started like. Like all this, and the coach was like saying, "Yeah, this is varsity hockey now. All these peewee tricks you did in peewee hockey don't work anymore." Yeah, and he was teaching them about like you know, like like um, you know, just basically you don't. And it's something that they do in NHL these days. You do not score on your first shot. It's yes. the fifth. It's the sixth. It's the seventh. It was more, and every- more defense. The, the Ducks had gone through the first two movies, and they, you know, they, I remember they stroll in. They're like, "We're the Ducks." As yeah. like they all they know is offense. They don't know defense. Yep, and then and playing I, again, as I said, as I call it, two way hockey. But essentially, it's also yes. it's also that thing you see now when you watch the NHL. It's the same thing, basically. Defensemen's basically the two players on the fence. They they basically they drive they drive the tempo. They drive them up. They run down. It's and also the as, as Charlie said, he's the scorer. He doesn't play defense. He's going no. If you play center, my friend, if you're playing center, you yeah. damn well better be playing on. You may have. You damn well be better playing some defense as well on that on that one. So again, mm-hmm. great film. Oh, definitely. The th- uh, whole trilogy is strong. Whole trilogy is strong. Um, a lackluster Disney Plus show, but again, that's yeah. I didn't. I never made it through the end of the first season, to be honest. Yep. Yep. Neither did I. Uh, it didn't. It, it didn't make sense 
Really I had high, high hopes. I had high hopes, but yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> it's no Cobra Kai. <laughs> oh. Well, speaking of inspirational sports movies, how is the Karate Kid not on the list? Because he's a cheater, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> an illegal, head, an illegal head kick. And want to win the tournament? I'm sorry, I, I don't. I don't condone poor sportsmanship. Well, well Chris, this, the movie's called The Karate Kid. It's not called Daniel Larusso's Karate Kid. But the Karate Kid could just have been Johnny Lawrence. It yeah, be, and, and, and as Barney has rightly said, it's about the Karate Kid who has to learn humility after uh, after being defeated after an illegal kick in the head. Again, this is you know, this is this is known. Oh. But again, as we're talking Cobra Kai, the the Karate (laughs) Kid is is an inspirational. Not the Jaden Smith one. Let's not go down that route. The Jackie Chan. I've actually never seen the Jaden Smith. Don't don't even waste your time. Seriously. (laughs) Just stick with the original trilogy. There was another one where there was a girl. Yeah. The next Karate Kid. Yes. Yes. You only need the first three. That's pretty much all they've referenced in Cobra Kai anyway. And again, they have classic music in those movies as well. Oh, yeah. I am the man who will fight for your honor. Yeah, so, yeah that, that's got to be on the list. Karate yeah. It absolutely has to be on the list. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so I watched a few this week. Mm-hmm. Or what recently. did you watch? Well, I watched Mystery Alaska. I did watch Mystery Alaska. How great is Mystery Alaska? It is. And it left me with the same feeling as Real Steel did. Good. Good. Because I I love Real Steel. I think Real Steel is underrated. A hundred percent. I watched it recently, actually a couple of couple of weeks ago, and it's still it's it's got everyone, you know, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Um it, it is fantastic that, you know. And yeah, like Mystery Alaska, like I almost felt disappointed in the end. I'm going, oh, what's so hard? That's what makes, and that's what makes it good. Yeah, and that's what, and that's what actually makes it realistic. Yeah, that you know, they the fact that they came that close to beating at the time at the time that film was made, the New York the New York um that New York team was basically like that. That was a powerful team, and they, yeah. they, they always are. The, the Rangers were just yeah killing people, yeah. and they're one of the hardest hitting teams out there. The fact that they came close to even like challenging them is is is, a, is, a, yeah. is an absolute testament of their ability. Yeah, and it's, it was really weird seeing Russell Crowe on ice skates. Yeah. I just you know, <laughs> except when he did his little speech at the end, I'm going like, shouldn't you be wearing some gladiatorial armor right now? Because <laughs> you were do- you were walking in the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Speaking speaking of inspirational speeches, another movie that has probably one of the best is Any Given Sunday. Oh, I lo- oh my goodness! To How could you talk about films that Any Given Sunday? Well, a lot of NFL teams actually, and even teams out here, NRL teams, use that um, you know that end halftime speech to fire them up before they actually go out and play the real game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was Al Pacino. It um, was. A fantastic movie. One of the best football movies, like NFL-based movies out there. Yeah. Um, I, I 100% agree. Like, um, And not only that, we got one of the greatest rap songs of all time about Willie, Bean, Willie Beeman. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, have you ever seen any... I'm assuming that's not a film you've actually seen. I'm assuming you've not seen anything Sunday. I haven't. 
Oh, that's another one you definitely need to check out. It's it's amazing. Really, really good movie. <coughs> well, so we, we, should, we should mention Remember the Titans, shouldn't yes. we? Yes, yes. <laughs> Remember the Titans. That's oh, dead look, film, right? If you if we're talking about films, yes, sure. Let's let's talk about Remember the Titans. If if you listen to the Scrubs podcast, um Turk Donald Faison. Every single episode, he's like, "Yeah, remember Titans, remember the Titans," because he's in it, you know. Yeah. Um, he has, is in it. That's right. Yeah. And he won't shut up about it. And because Zachary Levi, are uh, not Zachary Levi, Zach Braff, Zach Braff, um, had never seen it until recently. And he's really? Like, your your best friends in this movie, and you've never <laughs> you've never watched it. <laughs> That is surprising. Uh, that's, that's a tough one. Another good football one is the replacements with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that I didn't. Awesome. I didn't get to that one, but I watched yeah. Invincible with Mark Mark Wahlberg. Oh, ah. that is amazing. That's a, that's a good one. That also, again, true story. Yeah, based on a true story. That. Um, did you guys see Eddie the Eagle? Yeah, a long time ago, long long time ago. Not recently, but yeah, that's Hugh Jackman, isn't it? Yeah, Hugh Jackman and. Um, the dude from uh, the Kingsman. Oh, Colin Firth. No, the young the kid, guy. The kid. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Taron, something. Taron Egg- Egg- Egerton or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, fun fact about that: that's based on a true story, which is about they said twenty percent accurate. Um, yeah. Hugh Jackman isn't even a real character, um, <laughs> but. It was that was the same Olympics as Cool Runnings. Really? Yeah. Oh, so wow. they, they, they were both at the same Olympics. Oh wow! It's not a bad film. Um, but just you know, one of my pet peeves is when they do a true story and it's like ridiculously un, um, you know, Unreal. far from the truth, which yeah. is which is hard because I watched I watched the Pele. I told Chris I watched Pele, which is about Pele. Obviously, I can't yeah. find like I think I'm gonna have to read his you know autobiography because i can't, couldn't find any information on how true everything was i would imagine probably not very um but it was still a fantastic film like i was like like it was the 42 of soccer for me almost like um and and as i said to chris many times there's a lot of anime style like flashbacks to when he was a kid juggling mangoes um you know <laughs> And I'm going, it was I just couldn't believe how good it was. Like for a movie that I hadn't heard of that had a low budget. And the only recognizable actor in it was Vincent the Orphaner. Yep. Um and he was phenomenal. Like he, he was very um he played the coach. Um but yeah, Pele, check it out. Well, I haven't that's one I haven't seen, so I might have to check it out. I, I think it's on Apple Okay. Apple TV or Maybe binge. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. Um, yeah, fantastic film. If you like soccer, I'm I'm on a bit of a soccer kick at the moment. Oh, you know, pun intended. I, I, yeah, pun intended. Yeah, we work with <laughs> and a friend of mine who who likes that and likes Ted Lasso put me onto yeah. Something Until I Die on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is actually really really good yeah. as well. So. Well, there's not there's uh, it's sad there's not many good soccer um, no, there's not. films. Well, that's because the sport doesn't really lend itself to film. Like, I don't know. I watched, I watched, I watched another one, um, and it wasn't as good as Palais, but it's called The Keeper. Okay. Another true story about a German POW 
who got recruited to play for Manchester, essentially, back in, you know, after World War II. Really? Um, yeah. And he was, he was, like, a really good goalkeeper, and he ended up playing, like, half, well, the rest of it. He, he broke his neck, and he kept playing. Okay. Well, I'm going to mention a, a, a very, very old one. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but a movie, uh, a, this is basketball. Oh, it's not uh, curling? Blue Chips. Have you ever seen Blue Chips with Shaquille O'Neal and Nick Nolte? No, oh, yes, the somewhat, but not really realistic uh, example of how yeah, players it, take it, money it, to play professional basketball. In yeah, well, it, deal, it deals with, <laughs> you know, like how teams recruit players like buying houses and cars and mm-hmm. stuff like that to play for their team and um i i, I rewatched it recently it's actually it's it's pr- still pretty holds up um but yeah that was one I, I used to have on vhs when i was little so that just came to my head it was yeah. a really- but chris would say it's no no glory road right <laughs> i think that's a given on one of I, the greatest I, basketball films of all I watched, time I, I watched that and i thought man the coach it's like it's like did they want to get um what's his name? It's like I don't know if it was like an Aaron Eckhart type. Like it was like you know like like a poor man's um almost oh what's his name? I can't think of it. Uh, the dude from the Andrew Garfield Spider Man who played um Dennis Leary. Oh yeah yeah he it was a very Dennis Captain Stacy yeah. So the coach in Glory Road, like I just, I saw oh, a bit of Dennis you're Leary. About, you're talking about um, Josh Lucas. Yes. Yeah. Because I had no idea who he was, and he and he just looked like someone. And then I looked him up, and I said, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> but no, if if we're talking if we're talking basketball movies, another good one's Coach Carter for sure. With- coach Carter is a great yeah, film. Yeah, that was absolutely. Good. That was a really good movie for its time too. Uh, I will mention it would be reminisced without me mentioning one the Wayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie Gridiron Gang was another really good. This again was based pre- on a real story. It is, and it was back pre Massive Rock. It was when he was quite small. And he was normal sized. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, normal sized rock. So, Not, so, so depends, like you know? so like Jason Momoa in Stargate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. You watch it. Like, he had, he has hair, but he's like you would barely think it's the rock because he's, he's yeah. black hair and he's yeah. But that was another really, really good, good inspirational football movie. Yep. And um that I love how then they actually showed the guy giving the speech with the rock game. He goes, I do not think these guys are 30 points better than you. It was like again, it's it's a in, in you know, it's yeah. a weird it's a weird sport. Um it's a weird thing because it's essentially it's these kids are in jivy. You want to teach them not to hit people. It's like, no, no, you want to teach them to hit people within the confines of the rules and get them the, yeah. let them have that aggressive outlet. Yes. So then they're not, so they're not exactly. actually, you know, um, you know, committing crimes. Again, <laughs> great film. I think it's fairly clear that American football, one of the, is great sport, but also it also makes a damn fine inspirational film in terms yeah. of, you know, yeah. I mean, we are Marshall, and again, yes. a, a, a true event where they've yes. lost, where Marshall, one of the top flight football programs in America, loses their entire team into a plane crash. Yep. Um, and then obviously the you know the program almost fell apart, but a coach came in and held it together and had a, went on to have like the worst record ever, but it still went into the Marshall Hall of Fame because he you know because of what he did, which is holding together. Yeah, that's awesome. And then the the, the thing again. 
it has the greatest line in Matthew McConaughey does an amazing job of that in that role. It's, yeah, it's just really it's spectacular. But again, one of the greatest lines he says in that film was when he's watching his team practice and the guy's like going, oh, we've got a real offensive line problem, coach. And he walks over to the guy and goes, but that's not because of our spectacular defensive line, is it? No, not at all. <laughs> and then <laughs> the thing, there was a bad team and it was just, you know, but they had to change a whole bunch of rules uh, in Norton reality to, to get actually even yeah. so they can even field the team. They grab people from any sport they could possibly find to sort of field that team. But one of the greatest things about that um, movie was sort of mentioned towards the end is that eventually Marshall got dropped down to a lower division, but eventually they actually rose back up the top division and then they went on to win the national championship. And, and if it's that like, is inspirational, I don't know what is. Exactly. If that's not inspirational in terms of, you know, we are, Mar- we are Marshall, great one of the, one well, of the you've, greatest you've films. Got me, you've got it in my head. I need to do a rewatch. So <laughs> of course. It I, is I, just, I haven't I watched it for know. probably about four or five years. And I'm like, you know what? That's funny. Yeah. Have it. you guys seen something more recent? The um, American Underdog? Yeah. With, 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 that, uh, with that, Mr. Warner. Yes. Yeah. Kurt Warner. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that was really good. Yeah. Again, surprisingly good. True story. About the yeah. about the man Kurt Warner, where who yeah. barely couldn't make a team, and then won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, as as you do, as you do. Um, <laughs> I I do. I mean, it's one of those sports that I could never play, but I, I love watching it. Especially like I get excited whenever there's like Superman, you know, Smallville, and you know the high oh, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. like, I just I just love watching it. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's built th- for watching. It's it, it's yeah, it is that. There's three sports that I love watching that I could never play. What's that? Baseball, um, American football, you know, gridiron. Yep. Um, and ice hockey. Right, but again, yeah, they're three great sports. And you're right, you couldn't play them because it I, takes yeah. a level of... Yeah. One, American football takes a level of size to play and, and then a level of being hit harder than you've ever probably been hit in your entire life. Yeah. Um, but, but the reason why I think it lends itself so well to film is mm-hmm. the game stops... Then the players come back on the field, and then the, the, it's a perfect film moment where they, you know, yeah. where you see they, they look up the clock and they see the, the time yeah. running down. It's a, it's a it's a it's a sport that's almost like it's like when Americans are designing sport, they're going, "What's the most like like nail biting thing we could develop? Let's develop yeah. <laughs> like, like rugby's free flowing, but but yeah. then does it have that nail biting moment? No. All right, let's go back and change it so then every moment's yeah. a nail biting like goddamn <laughs> play and like um. <laughs> Like in every sports film, no matter what the sports film, when it's at least when it's in a stadium, they walk out and the star, you know, they do the the pan around the back and he's looking yep, up yep. at the stadium. You know, like it's it's the money shot. It's the of course. It's the you know the cover of every sports film. And 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 not to forget another great film with inside of the American football genre. Have you guys seen Draft Day? I have not. No. Oh, you are in for Draft Day. Um, it's really funny. It's one of those um films so one the late great chadwick boseman's in it um uh, so jennifer garner and kevin costner come on like that's a roster of, of of talent that you must expect it's about the general manager of the cleveland browns who has a number one draft pick and is trying to rebuild his team recruiting all these college kids basically looking trying to find all their faults it's a, and it, what makes it a great film is this is the first time it was the first time in any given if any given Sunday use a bunch of fake teams names most movies use fake team names 
this is the one that the NFL actually read the script and said, yes, we will allow you to film at our actual draft day. And they actually, and so actually at one of the actual draft days in America, the player, the, 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 the actual commissioner would come up and give the pick. He would go off, the film crew would come online, and then, the, then, then like the fake NFL commissioner from the movie came on and would, 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 would call out the player's name for the movie. And then everyone would cheer and clap, but like in the real, actually, like, that was actually the, the draft day audience. It was really, oh, wow. like, like, and so yeah. when you go, look, that looked true. It's like, yeah, no, that's because it actually was filmed at the NFL <laughs> draft. Yeah. That's why it looks so real. It's again, just, yeah, great film. Again, Chadwick Boseman, again, amazing, amazing job in that in that film. So um, no, he does amazing in every film. Everything, everything else is incredible. So if you if you if you like a Kevin Costner film, well, damn, this is a good one. Does he play baseball, or at least mention it? No, but he, but he, but he has a lot of. But again, it's it's the classical Kevin Costnerisms that he does. Yeah. So it's classical. No, I love Kevin Costner. Classical Kevin Costnerisms, great film, um, and yet ESPN and all all basically every single like known journalist in America lent like did like um did um roles has roles in this film to make it in a, mm. to make it the most authentic sports film you could possibly yeah. imagine. So definitely, again, it's and also. It's a thing, you know, and the Cleveland team sucks. So the fact that they made about the Browns gives them hope. Like, you know, it's like, going, yeah, <laughs> you, your team is terrible, but watch this movie and give yourself some hope. You know, that's a, it's a, good, it's a great message. Is, is that like how Ryan Reynolds bought a real low-down soccer team in, Pretty much, in yeah. Wales? <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Browns are not that bad, but geez, they're close. <laughs> yeah. Are we all just scrolling through sports films now? <laughs> Well, I'm, just, I'm just trying to find out where I can watch draft day. <laughs> Again, it's on a lot of things. So, yeah. But um, will we let uh, Ryan know what we want to do next time, Chris? While, while we, you know, because when I was looking for the sports films, Ryan, mm-hmm. I found that there's a movie with a monkey that plays ice hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out, like, I think it's like favorite primate or something. Uh, something like that and then i found there's a whole series there's one where one where he you know um play i don't know if he plays baseball or like it's just another sport like so there's ice hockey and and skateboarding and 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 (laughs) there's a whole series of these monkey movies oh wow now i've only ever seen one monkey baseball movie and that's it yeah yeah um but no chris had the idea of doing um you know, animals in movies like sidekicks and, you know, because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of great films. Now, before we end this conversation on sports films, I do have to ask you a general question. Where would we rank Happy Gilmore and Waterboy on inspirational sports films? Well, Um, well, are they classified? I don't rank them at all because it's more comedy. Like, to be an inspirational sports movie, to me... Um. Yeah, I I don't think I'd I'd rate them at all. I, and, and it needs to extract a certain feeling from you when you watch it. Yeah, and I, I and I do. I, I I do believe at the time a lot of people were trying to swing like Happy Gilmore. Um, <laughs> after watching it, so so it definitely inspired some people to go. Would this actually work? <laughs> you know. Um, but no, I, I I don't get the same feeling. I no, mean, I, I don't both movies. But I don't get the same feeling when I watch. Well, I, I mean, I, I what, what about what about Longest Yard? I mean, 
That was that's probably the closest. That's closer, yeah. I'd say. That's definitely yeah. closer. Um, yeah, that's the closest I would say to be because being... it was, it had a lot of seriousness in it. Um, it was when Happy Gilmore was like a flat out comedy. Yeah. Waterboy was a flat out comedy, um, and probably because Longest Yard was a remake. Um, it was so... of a Burt Reynolds film back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Yep, no, I agree. I agree. Um, but still, it's still, I still, I still enjoyed that film, Longest Yard. With yeah, um, yeah, so, but yeah, you're correct. It's not not the greatest of all time in terms of inspirational sports, sports no. films. Yep, you're right. It's those those ones definitely fall. They have a place of their own, I think, and they're enjoyable movies. But to me, I wouldn't put them in a category of inspirational sports movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Now, of all the films that we've mentioned, I think it's very, very clear that. It almost feels that Rocky still is the greatest one of all the series, and, and and the fact that Jamie hasn't seen it rings true in terms of some other glaring issues in his <laughs> life that we need to solve for. <laughs> As I said, I'm due for a rewatch, so I'm happy to do that. Oh, look, I, I, I'm not opposed to watching it. I've just never watched it. No, will, will it give me the same feeling? Sylvester Stallone. Will it- Will it give me the same feeling as Real Steel? I don't Basi- know. Okay, Jamie, Real Steel basically took everything from Rocky yeah. and went, let's... <laughs> <laughs> let's make robots. Yeah, basic- Real Steel basically went, let's make Rocky better robot. <laughs> and then, like, so you- you'll probably watch it go, oh, that's so derivative of Real Steel. It's like, going, uh, no, everybody. <laughs> the other-, other way around. I'm not around. like that. I'm, I'm, I'm not... Rocky I'm- movie was made in the 70s. It's- the challenge has been struck. Jamie has some homework to do to obviously catch up to where I'm the rest watch of us. I'll watch at least the first one before we record next. Okay. Oh, like the, as in the very, very first Rocky. Well, you have to start at the beginning, don't you? Yeah, yeah. of course. The Italian stallion himself. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure you can find Rocky on one of the many streaming services. So. On one of the many, many streaming services, you'll mm-hmm. be able to find the Rocky. All right. I think we're all sorted out. Yeah. Jamie, apart from there are many failures, is there anything else you want to add before we close it off? Well, what you say failure is I say, you know, um, unique life choices. Um, but, you know, the usual. Like, subscribe, share if you want to support us you can on buymeacoffee.com slash sttatf that will be in the show notes thanks again to rebecca castles for sponsoring us and you too can become a sponsor as well if you'd like just reach out touch somebody not inappropriately too late man (laughs) wow and on that note on jamie's inappropriate hands is the perfect time for us to say adieu for the night just remember, it's M-A-D-D-S-Y-N, but the Y is not where you think. <laughs> <laughs> and good night. And good night.